0: Need a few minutes to reset? Great Minds is a podcast from SBS that guides you through different meditation styles from around the world. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. In this bulletin, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says Israel is at war after a surprise offensive by Hamas. The referendum on an indigenous voice to parliament less than one week away. Australia look to limit the run-scoring form of the West Indies' Hayley Matthews as they start a one-day international series. With the latest SBS news, I am Julien Huyer. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says the country is at war and has launched a counter-offensive in Gaza after Hamas militants launched a surprise attack on Saturday. The Palestinian group launched the biggest attack on Israel in years on Saturday in an assault that combined gunmen crossing into several Israeli towns with a heavy barrage of rockets fired from the Gaza Strip. Videos released by Hamas militants appear to show fighters celebrating at a border crossing and capturing Israeli soldiers, while Israel's National Rescue Service said at least 100 people were killed and hundreds wounded. Footage later released by the Israel Defense Forces has purportedly showed airstrikes against Hamas targets in the Gaza Strip, where at least 198 people have been killed and at least 1,610 wounded, according to the Palestinian Health Ministry. House after the invasion began at daybreak, Hamas militants were still fighting gun battles inside several Israeli communities. Mr. Netanyahu has convened a meeting of the national cabinet, saying that his priorities were to cleanse the country of enemy forces and exact a huge price on them. Citizens of Israel, we are at war, not in an operation or in fighting rounds, but at war. This morning, Hamas launched a murderous surprise attack against the state of Israel and its citizens. We have been in this since the early morning hours. Israeli and Palestinian civilians are feeling the effects of the most significant escalation in conflict between the two peoples in years. Rockets launched by Hamas militants in Gaza struck several regions of Israel, in particular the city of Ashkelon. One Ashkelon resident describes the terrifying moment. At around 6 in the morning, a rocket fell here near the house, and due to that everything got burnt. The house was destroyed, the windows and walls. We heard a massive shock. My child was startled. I don't know, we live in a reality that is not real." And in the Gaza Strip, hundreds of residents have fled their homes, fearing retaliation from the Israeli military. One resident who fled on foot says the community is scared of the violence to come. Of course we are in fear. We are afraid of what the Israelis might do. They might wipe us off the face of the earth. We fled in fear. I cannot walk. Of course we are afraid. May God protect them and us. The Yes and No campaign are making their final appeal to voters with less than one week to go before the Voice to Parliament referendum is held on October 14th. Both sides are embarking on a frantic final week of campaigning to persuade those still undecided with Prime Minister Anthony Albanese set to visit every state and territory before voting day. Foreign Minister Penny Wong has appealed for a yes vote at a forum of Mandarin speakers in Melbourne, while no campaigner Warren was out and about on the streets of Hobart on Saturday. Minister for Indigenous Affairs Linda Burney has told attendees at a music and cultural festival in far north Queensland she thinks yes voters will send a strong message on the 14th of October. We want change, we want a better outcome for our people. And we also want to see our people recognised in the Australian constitution. Independent Senator Lydia Thorpe has spoken out against the vote at a rally over Indigenous death in custody in Melbourne on Saturday. You are being conned in this country right now. This is only to appease white guilt. This is not about giving us any rights at all. No rights. And in sport, in cricket, Australia's vice-captain Talia McGrath says the team must disrupt the record-breaking form of the West Indies' Hayley Matthews as their 50-over series begins in Brisbane today. Matthews' performance was the standout in the 2020 series, despite Australia winning it two matches to one, becoming the first player to score 300 runs in a three-match women's T20 international series. Matthews, 25, also broke the record for the biggest women's 2020 run chase hitting 132 from 64 balls in the second match and has taken the equal most wickets of any West Indies player this series. McGrath says that bowling variety and adaptability will be key to disrupting Matthews' batting form in the ODI series. She's been a quality player for probably the last 12 to 18 months. Her game's just gone to another level. So someone in that good of form, you've got to have a few plans. So we've got a few up our sleeve and um, it's going to be really interesting to see how she approaches the longer format. Hi, I'm Julien Heuillet. This is SBS News. <laughs>